Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the 100 Things Podcast with me, Todd Duncan. And me, Sebastian Terry. The 100 Things Podcast. Oh, what's on your list here? Okay, here we go. Episode 14, believe it or not. Unbelievable. Wow, who'd have thought? Who would have thought? And we're going to talk about number 34, Kiss a Celebrity. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get right into this. Why did it appear on the list? It seems, you know, running theme, dating shows, speed dating, (laughs) pose nude, naked rugby. Now we're kissing a celebrity. Why did this make it onto the list? Well, I think, okay, so bear in mind, I created this list, you know, 12 years ago. But um, so that is maybe representative of where I was as a uh, mid to late 20 year old. However, I think that's on everyone's list. I think it's a common one for someone to want to kiss a celebrity. Uh, let me ask you, uh, is it, do you, do you, have you ever felt like kissing a celebrity? Oh, yes. I've obviously felt like kissing a celebrity. Um, but it, you know, it, it's, it's not on my list, maybe because it's, it was on yours. So I, I, you know, I'd feel like I'd be maybe potentially ripping that off or, yeah. or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I kind of, I get it. I get it. And I think anyone listening to this or watching this will go, Oh yeah, I've got someone in mind that I wouldn't mind, uh, mm. you know, uh, was there anyone for you that you thought? Yes, of- actually. So yes. Um, well, I remember watching the movie alien with my dad when I was a kid, super young. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how old I was, but young. And, uh, he was like, um, no, I was watching Sigourney Weaver, who is the heroine. I think that's the right word. The star of that. She, mm-hmm. she, uh, she beats off the aliens. She, uh, she does, you know, she's, she's the hero. And yeah, she, right? someone beat, you were watching someone beat off aliens. Is that? <laughs> you know, she was defending uh, everyone from the aliens. And I thought, and, and just to, okay, I remember the scene, actually. She, she was wearing a tight shirt and she wasn't a busty lady. She had a shaved head. Uh, and <laughs> represented a man, it seemed, but I, for some odd reason, had a crush on her. And I said to my dad, uh, I really like her. And he said, son, that's very odd. And that was it. So I my first crush was Sigourney Weaver. And then I think, as I said, I think everyone at some point considers kissing, uh, you know, quote unquote, kissing a celebrity. So that was why it was on the list because I genuinely thought it would be awesome to do so. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense, and I think uh, yeah, um, the majority of people would uh, share your passion for that. Maybe not for Sigourney Weaver. No offense to Sigourney. She's. Yeah. I actually believe, kind of, as a result of that movie, she was glorified as a bit of a pinup kind of symbol for the. I'm sure she was. She was. Yeah. I mean, she. Has, maybe there weren't too many movies back then with like a lead female role. Who, mm. But yeah. Anyway, she was. Maybe that was what it was. I just liked the idea of some badass, you know, lady at my side. Strong woman. Strong woman. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> see, I had down here, I had a, a pre-planned joke uh, about you being older than me and, and asking you what kind of celebrities were attractive when you were younger. And uh, would you get this reference if I said Ginger Rogers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not 81, though. Ginger. <laughs> I tell you who I did have another huge crush on, Gabriella yeah. Sabatini. Now, I don't know if you know. Do you know who that is? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No. Argentinian tennis player, female, I should add. Um, she, con- like, it 
counter to Sigourney Weaver was this kind of fit, athletic, tanned Latino woman with like long brunette hair. Very cute. And uh, yeah, she, I, I remember her being probably my number one crush growing up. Oh, and Cindy Crawford, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That, you know, that, that's a given. That's yeah. an absolute given. Uh, as you mentioned the gender there, would you have uh, considered kissing a, a male celebrity? For the purpose of my list? Answer both. For the purpose of your list and just in general. In general, no. Uh, for my list, okay. absolutely. I'll give you the context, actually. At the time this all went down in terms of me kissing a celebrity, I was dating a wonderful girl called Tani. And um, anyway, it was kind of, it was like a four-year relationship. And she's a great person, still friends. During the relationship, I said, we, we, it came up in conversation. And I said, yeah. you know, hey, if I kiss a celebrity, how would you feel? And so... And I, I had to be kind of thoughtful about this. And she mentioned, well, would you consider kissing a man? And I thought instantly, too quickly, yeah, I would. And Hugh Jackman got tabled uh, as a potential, identity, uh, potential celebrity. And I, and I said, yeah, absolutely. I can't remember whether she brought it up or I did, but I thought, why not? Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna kiss any male celebrity, Hugh Jackman is a hell of a pick. Well, Mr. Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, kissing Wolverine, yeah. Uh, like no tongue, I would have well, um, Yeah. So anyway, it was I, on the table, but not through choice. I just yeah. wanted to be thoughtful. I think if Wolverine wants to kiss you with tongues, you, you don't have that much of a choice. Yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the nitty gritty of the uh, celebrity that you did manage to kiss and what happened, was there any other close encounters from this being on your list? Were there any points where you thought, ah, oh, it might happen now or... Have you met many celebrities where you thought, oh, should I ask? Uh, no, I've never really had many celebrity encounters, really, um, until I moved to LA. And of course, because they're all here. So, uh, and that's the other thing, by the way, I just want to bring this up. You know how some couples have like a, a hall pass that, you know, for their, you know, their own celebrity crushes. Oh, well, yeah. you know, this girl over here or this guy over here, if I ever meet them, is that okay, honey? As a fun, jokey type of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 sure. That's dangerous in LA because you, you go down to the local grocery store and that person's in there. Um, anyway, I don't think that would ever work out. I'm not sure that's ever worked out for a couple. I couldn't imagine coming back home and going, you wouldn't believe it. I actually <laughs> just met Sigourney Weaver at the grocery store and uh, that's why I'm late home. I don't think that's, oh, that's fine. You did. Anyway, uh, no celebrity encounters until I came to LA. And I do remember one of my first, I, I feel like for effect, I'll say one of my first days in LA, mm. probably wasn't. But uh, I remember being in a bar with Kirsten Dunst. Uh, not with her. I was in the same bar as her and yeah. she had friends. And uh, I think she's in Spider-Man or something. And I thought I need to just walk over and tell her my intention here and say, look, I have a list of a hundred things. I'd like to kiss a celebrity. Would you consider it? And I was too scared. Yeah, yeah. It, in situations like that, it, I guess it's a bit strange because you would just look like a creep who's like, you yeah. know, pr nowadays, I guess it's like slipping in the DMs, the old Instagram and whatnot of celebrities and being like, hey, being such a big fan or whatever people yeah. say in those. If you're in a bar and it's <laughs> what, like... What, what did you say and who did you send that to? I just copy and paste to it to uh, anyone and everyone. Hello, my name's Todd and I'd like to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it would have come across. So I didn't do it. But I, you know, I mean, funnily enough, when we come around full circle, it's kind of what happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's get to it. The year's 2012. Yeah. And you're at the Sydney National Radio Convention. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, what a convention that is. Do you want to just tell us a little bit more about... Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, on the, on the Australian calendar, this is the glitz and glamour of all national radio conventions. Mm. Um, this is, uh, so I was there as a speaker. So I'm, so this is fast forward on, don't know if I've told you, I speak. And <laughs> I was, I was asked to speak at this event. So 2012, so it was kind of, uh, three years, just three years after I started this journey. And by that time I ticked off plenty of things on my list. Anyway, so the, the premise is there's like a thousand people there and it's all media people from the radio industry in Australia. And then there to get together, to network, to chat. And they have content on the stage from speakers to updates in the industry and what have you. So that's what it was. So a thousand people, all media people. Plus there was media there because there was a celebrity in town who came to speak. Wasn't there that just, me, yes. Taking... No, no. T taking the stage before you was Mrs. Sharon Osborne. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hear a little bit more for those of people who are unfamiliar with Sharon Osborne. Mm. Sharon Osborne, born on the 9th of October, 1952. Oh. She's a British American television personality, entertainment manager, and author. Uh, happy belated birthday to uh, Sharon there. Oh, yeah. Has turned, just turned 68. Ooh. Many happy returns. Uh, married to Black Sabbath frontman Ozzy Osbourne and the mother to three children, Amy, Kelly, and Jack. She shot to genuine fame <laughs> in 2002 with the reality TV series, The Osbournes. Yeah. This landed her high TV profile jobs, such as being a judge on The X Factor, America's Got Talent, and more recently, The Talk on CBS. Oh, yeah. Sharon Osbourne. She has uh, penned three autobiographies. <laughs> There's more. And one novel. Her first autobiography, Extreme, debuted at number one on the Sunday Times bestsellers list after its release in 2005, where it remained there for 15 weeks and sold over 621,000 copies, becoming the biggest selling autobiography since British records began. Wow. Uh, last, final thing, I promise. Okay. Uh, in, two, in 2003, Mrs. Osborne was voted Most Amazing Woman of that year by the readers of Handbag.com. I don't think even Sigourney Weaver got that award. We've got ourselves a genuine celebrity. She's a celebrity, and that's always the question I ask. Does anyone know, uh, does anyone know Sharon Osborne? And usually they say yes, and so that's yeah. confirmation. She's a legit celebrity, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, she, she's definitely, uh, you know, kind of the... The combination of that old school, Ozzy Osbourne, talented in some regard, frontman of of Black Sabbath, yeah, and I think her father was also in music management or something, so he's kind of in that circle of people, <laughs> and and she kind of crosses over into that new breed of, we're going to chuck loads of cameras in your house to follow you around, yeah, so so you'll become famous for being famous, yeah, um, so yeah, genuine household name. I'm intrigued about the age. So she's 68 now. I kissed 2012, which is eight years ago. So I, I, well, I don't know if I've just ruined the ending of this, but basically uh, 60 years old she was. And, and, and I should say she, she's a grandmother as well. Oh, hmm? yeah. You, yeah. Ticking off list items left, right and center here, aren't you? Yeah. She's a <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, when so you're so you're there she's on stage before you when did you have that light bulb moment of ah i could kiss this woman and tick off 
number 34. When did that first enter your brain? So glad you asked. So like a few of the items on the list, it sort of just lays dormant in there. Like it's there ready to be activated when the opportunity arises. If you're not being proactive about it, which I wasn't, I was waiting for a spontaneous moment, like the Kirsten Dunst in the bar. I was waiting for something different. So I sat down in this. So I'm there to speak. I'm actually the last speaker. So I'm the keynote closer and she was speaking before me. I got to the event early, sat down in the crowd. It's like an amphitheater. And as I said, there's a thousand people there. There's cameras and everything. And on stage is Sharon Osborne being interviewed by an Australian uh, a journalist called, um, oh gosh, I just had her name and I just forgot it. Amanda someone. I th- Anyway, lucky I didn't kiss her because I can't even remember her name. So uh, Angela Bishop, Angela Bishop. I can remember her name. She's a celebrity. Sorry, Angela. So Angela is interviewing uh, Sharon Osborne on stage and I sit down. And I'm just sort of watching, just a little bit nervous because I'm speaking soon. And I, I don't know, it just comes out of nowhere. I go, hang on, she, Sharon Osborne's a celebrity. I could kiss her. And I sort of just daydreamed about it for a moment. And then I thought, how, how do I make this actually happen? I'm just someone in a crowd yeah. of a thousand people. And that was the moment I, I, I started getting nervous. And as you know, because we talk about this a little bit, I just started getting nervous and I thought, oh no this is a proper opportunity. I'm going to actually have to deal with this. And that's when this became serious for me. Uh, perfect. So as you say in a 2015 interview you did with news.com.au, mm. <clears throat> I was speaking at a radio conference and I turned up for my talk and she, referring to Sharon, was on stage before me. I sat down and looked at her face and thought, that's Sharon Osborne. She's a celebrity. I could kiss her. Uh, you didn't have a blog I could refer to, so I, uh, luckily I found something to refer to. Um, I actually prefer it that you refer to uh, in a media interview. It makes, makes me mm, great. Okay. News.com.au, yes. Yeah. Big stuff. BBC. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's not smooth sailing, is it? So the idea comes into your head, but obviously you're, you're being paid to speak at the event, so you have to maintain or at least try and maintain some form of professionalism and courtesy yeah. to the event organisers. So if... I, Am I correct in thinking you ask someone at the event that has booked you and yep. be like, I think I'm going to ask Sharon if she'll kiss me. It's exactly Is that right. It's, yeah. I'm sat there. And so I, so I'm, I sat there. It dawns on me. This is Sharon Osborne. She's a celebrity. If I kiss her, this will be an item from my list that's, that I get to check off. Therefore, how do I do it? So then it's the wheels of action. So then I think, okay, I need to, I'm being paid. I'm a professional you know, quote unquote professional. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore I've got to, I can't just dive on stat. I've got to be respectful to everyone too, blah, blah, blah. So I go to the event organizer as my first option. The person who's paid me, booked me to speak. And I go, I can't remember her name, but she was lovely. And I go, Hey, um, would you mind if I kissed Sharon Osborne? (laughs) And she looked at me, uh, with the funniest look and went, of course you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I said, uh, okay. So I sat, I went back to my seat where I was previously and I felt completely relieved. I was like, Oh, thank God. Thank God. That saves a There's... whole lot of embarrassment. Right. Yeah. But then I started thinking, hang on, why do I feel relieved? Why do I feel relieved? I've just been told I can't do something that I want to do. I should be angry. I should be furious. Yeah. So I thought, okay, be creative. What, what else can I do here? So I stood up and I walked back to the event organizer who hadn't moved. And, I, and it was like a minute later. And I go, hey, I'm so sorry. I just want to ask you one more time. 
is there any way you'd be okay if I asked Sharon Osbourne for a kiss? And she said, absolutely not. So I left, I, I walked back to my seat. I looked around and said, look, I think I'm going to do it anyway. It's on my list. That's what I'm here to speak about. So I sat down and I've just kind of like probably annoyed the event organizer and scared her. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I had to make that, I had to make it clear that I'm not going to dive on stage and just force a kiss. I have to ask. Mm -hmm. so I, I sat down and then I just got so nervous. I was sweating, Toddy, like sweating a lot. Uh, and my heart rate was up. The guy next to me looked at me and said, are you okay? That's just how visibly noticeable my, my anxiousness was. And, and again, you know, Sharon's kind of uh, coming to the end of her talk. I'm, I'm not far away from speaking myself. And I'm like, this is just an opportunity. I can't let this go. You know, when like you're younger and, and I, I happen with me a lot, maybe not you, but you know, you go to like the school disco and there's the pretty girl and you want to go dance with her and you go, Oh, I just need to go and ask her. I just, I never used to, I never did it. I never yeah. did it. And I, so this, this list is about me doing that. It's all about the pretty girl on the disco, you know, uh, the disco dance floor asking her finally. So I was like, right, I'm going to ask her somehow. I just need an opportunity. And of course it just popped up at the right time. And Sharon said, right, I'm done with my talk. Uh, we're going to do a, or Angela Bishop said, thank you, Sharon, for being here. We've got a Q and a, anyone have any questions? There's a microphone being passed around. That is the moment, Toddy, that it made sense. It was clear as day what I had to do. That is the moment. That is the moment. And this is what you said. <laughs> <clears throat> Hi, Sharon. How are you going? Uh, thanks for using the words Dick and Fanny so early on. Very funny. Uh, I too am actually speaking today, later at 11.45. I'm speaking about a journey that I'm on. I've got a list of 100 things I want to do before I die. One of the harder items on the list is to kiss a celebrity. Uh, now, in the video, you can see everyone, everyone to start with is looking at you a little bit like... A completely... Yes. Go on, sorry. What I should say is, so the microphone went around, just to, like exactly on your point. Mm. Q&A, everyone, microphone going around for anyone who's got any questions. It was silent. No one wanted to say anything. And I, I was like, oh, my God, this, this is my opportunity. Uh, yeah. How do I get that microphone in my hand? So I put my hand up in the air, as in I've got a question, and I just looked down at the ground because I was still so nervous. I didn't really want to be seen. And a microphone just found its way into my hand. One of the helpers came and gave me it. So, yeah, as soon as I got the microphone, everyone's like turning around. Oh, who's this guy? Oh, someone's got a question for Sharon. And, and yeah, there was, they were all quite curious as to what it was. And then mm. I started with uh, what you've just mentioned there. Yeah. And, but it's, it's really interesting. As soon as you say uh, one of the harder items on my list is kiss a celebrity, it, that like the bloke next to you smiles and you can kind of hear the, ah, this could be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you continue to say, and I just thought this was the perfect opportunity to maybe floor the idea, uh, whether, you can, whether you would consider it. And do you remember her response? Oh, mate, yeah, I do. So I got that out of my mouth and I, I tried to validate who I was by saying, I'm speaking on stage later. So she wasn't, you know, like, who is this homeless yeah. person? Yeah, so I got that out. And then she, she said a few things, but the one thing I remember, first off, she said, yeah, why not? I think that's what she said. And then she yeah. said get your ass on stage. Yeah. And I'm kind of at the back and everyone's laughing at this point because it's outrageous. I'm so nervous. And she had accepted my offer. So yeah, 
that was, I was just catapulted into this different dimension of like, I, I didn't know what was happening. And I was just on autopilot. I was like, get down to the stage. Okay. So uh, I was going to say, which, which part was more nerve wracking? The anticipation of asking the question or then when she says yes, and you realize you've got to go on stage and kiss her. It's <laughs> a really good question. I don't even know. I mean, I think the different nerves. The first one was absolute terror. Like, oh yeah. no, because there's a lot of fear around this, right? I'm going to look like an idiot. What if mm. she says no? I'm going to be judged by everyone, including the guy next to me. There's media here. I'm going to be made to look mm. stupid. Um, all that stuff. Rejection, basically. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. And then, yeah, so there, there was that. But then when she said yes, it was just the nerves of execution. Like, don't ruin this. Don't ruin it. Um, yeah, so it was different kind of nerve. They were both awful. But yeah, so I stood up and, and uh, I mean, maybe you, you're going to tell us what happened. Well, well just before that, I, I, was, I was thinking like, was there even a consideration of like, how do I approach once I get down to, so, so I will explain it quickly. So you have to walk, like you say, you're from the back and you walk down a central staircase. So you're walking down facing Sharon the whole time yeah. as she sat there on a chair in front of you. And you kind of take a take a step onto stage, and then the bit that I guess is kind of that awkward moment that you have with first kisses, anyways. Of like, <laughs> do I lean in? What will happen if I do lean in? But this is even worse because it's not really on your terms, is it? I guess. Yeah. You've you've got to wait for her to yeah meet you. <laughs> oh, I'm so awkward talking about it. Yeah. So, so funnily enough, I was walking down the stairs, the central stairs down through this amphitheater. Everyone's looking at me and I can notice them looking, but I don't want to look at anyone because I'm just nervous. So I'm like, okay, step one, get to the stage. I get on the stage. I walk up the little, you know, the few steps to suddenly put myself on there in full view of everyone, including the cameras and photographers and whatever. I see Angela, uh, Angela Bishop and, uh, and Sharon, uh, on the couch, they're probably, she's probably 10 yards away from me, let's say. And I just think, right, logistically, what do I, mechanically, what do I have to do? I, and, I, and I remember thinking, I've just got to put my head directly in front of her head and hope <laughs> she takes over. So I kind of got the, I got the sequence the wrong way around. What I should have done is walked over to her and then crouched down. But I crouched down and then walked over to her. So I kind of waddled across to her like a duck. <laughs> but my head was the, the right distance the whole way. Yeah. And yeah, I just thought, okay, if I just get my face in front of her face, surely this is going to happen. And that's kind of what went down. Yeah. I mean, as you uh, tell news.com.au back in 2015 <laughs> about this experience, mm. I was so scared. My heart was pounding. I just had to get my head close to her head. She grabbed my face and stuck her tongue down my throat and bit my lip. I was just in another world. Mate. Maybe. So, I mean, you get, you get the response you're looking for. Jeez, did I what? So I, I, I'm in front of her. My face is in front. I, I, go, hey, I go, hey, Sharon, I'm Sebastian, I think. No, I walk over and Angela Bishop goes, yeah. uh, so do you want to introduce yourself and tell us who you are? And I always thought that was like, I thought she was a bit funny about it. Like, how dare yeah. you take the attention or something like that? Uh, maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but I, I kind of felt like she wasn't happy that I was doing something that seemed to be quite entertaining for the crowd. Yeah. Anyway, maybe I'm completely wrong. But yeah, so I said, oh, hi, Sharon, I'm Sebastian. And then I, my face is in front of her face. Mate, you're right. She grabs my cheeks, hand on each cheek, and then just pulls me in. And I'm just like, what is happening? This, this is happening. And she kisses me and her tongue goes, it basically tickles my tonsils. 
her lips were sort of like big and luscious and, and partly real, I think. And, uh, and partly <laughs> not. And, and, and we just had the, the most incredible kiss. It was gr- I've never kissed a 60 year old, but I, I highly recommend it. And then she bit my lip so hard that it bled. It was amazing. And I stood up and I looked at her and it was like, it, it was like we had just had sex. It was like she had just popped my cherry. And I just looked at her and I, I felt out of breath almost. And I just said, thank you. And I looked at the crowd and I said, I'm Sebastian. This is the latest check from my list. I'll be speaking soon. Thank you. And that was the moment. <laughs> Mate, yeah, it, it, an incredible... Because uh, it, it's so strange, because there's obviously video footage of it as well, because they were, they were videoing the, the conference. And how it just escalates from like, ah, you know, I've got to go for it. You ask, and then it's literally 45 seconds later, her tongue's in your mouth. You know, you uh, ask, yeah. buddy. <laughs> no, mate, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, now, did that whip up some uh, excitement and buzz for your talk later on? Was that uh, very much a... Uh... Uh, a little bit. I think I mentioned it. I think I did mention. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not really. I, I don't remember. I remember. So I remember that kiss happening, me going back to my seat, and there was a break. Uh, and I ended up like sort of in a back corridor. And just coincidentally... I, Sharon and her friends oh, okay. Sorry. walked past me and I was like, Oh, Sharon, um, thank you so much. Uh, that was, that was brilliant. I really appreciate it. And it was as if she had forgotten who I was. She was like, Oh, no worries. And then left. <laughs> you are absolutely nothing to her. Yeah. 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 But I mean, but that was the kiss. It was, to be honest, it was, per- Oh my God, I've got another thing to tell you. This is funny. So in reference to my girlfriend at the time, Tani, I was in the crowd. I, compl- I can't believe I forgot to tell you this. I was in the crowd. So this is rewind. I hadn't kissed her yet. I noticed okay, that Sharon's okay. on stage. She's a celebrity. And I go, she's a celebrity. I could kiss her. I get my phone and I text Tani, um, my girlfriend at the time. And I go, yeah. Tani, Sharon Osborne's on stage. She's a grandmother. She's 60. Um, would you mind if I kissed her? Now this was, there was a lot to happen for her to agree to it, but I just wanted to just make sure it was okay. Yeah. Um, I said, would you mind if I kissed her? I'm going to ask her. And Tani never got back to me. She never got back to me. And so the whole time I was nervous. I, was like, I don't know if this is the right thing to do, um, mm. but she's, it's Sharon Osborne. I mean, you know, there's no chance of this being a thing where I'm actually invested and I want to try and further this and move yeah. to LA. Yeah. God, I'm in LA. Uh, yeah. So I thought it would be okay. So anyway, I never heard back. I did everything we've just spoken about. I kissed Sharon Osborne. And then after the kiss, she wrote back and went, yeah, no worries. That's fine. And I was like, oh, thank God for that. Imagine if she said no. <laughs> oh, that would have been tough to explain. Can you imagine if it was, you know, like, like a Cindy Crawford or, uh, you know, someone who's incredibly attractive mm-hmm. to me, uh, on stage and, and more age appropriate. I mean, that was, that would offer a different kind of dynamic. I'm not sure if that would have been okay. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it wasn't like it was, uh, it, despite the tongue being firmly down your throat, it's not like it was a romantic gesture or some sort of, you know, prearranged. Oh, I'm just, you know, I've managed to arrange to meet Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Um, in, in a hotel room and I'm going dressed as an alien because she's really good at beating them off. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, spontaneous on stage. Yeah. Man. It was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. How it happened. It really was. And, and of course now you and I are 
trying to get in touch with Sharon Osbourne because we want to interview her and ask, why on earth did you help me? Yeah, yeah. So we did put out that video. Uh, it must be a couple of months ago now. Mm. Time, time flies of trying to relive the kiss. Uh, and we even got a little bit, some people reaching out to be like, oh, I know Sharon's publicist or I know, yeah. but we never quite got across the finish line with getting her on. No, we got some great leads. Um, I think management of Sharon and some part, business partner of Sharon and uh, she never got back. So, you know, and I'm also familiar that with that feeling, you know, kissing a girl, or just never hearing again. So yeah. I, I'm comfortable with that. But uh, yeah. I also want to say like, uh, this is kind of, um, this is just, an, I think it's an important point about mm-hmm. me doing that kiss. And I, yeah, I, I'm not sure what your, your opinion of that was. Um, in terms of me doing it. Now, a lot of people think that I did, I was able to kiss Sharon Osbourne mm-hmm. because I'm me. And I'm, I remember a lot of the feedback actually at the time was, I remember one particular thing, someone said, oh, of course you're able to do it. You're bulletproof mm-hmm. was the actual comment. Right. And I just want to reiterate, I was petrified the whole time. I was petrified. Yeah. And the only thing I did was I just acted differently and still, and still did it, even though I was worried and, and, you know, unsure of what would happen. I just think it's an important point to, to, to mention because there are people out there with goals and they go, well, I can't do them. Only other people can do them. No, no, no. Anyone can do them. You just got to throw yourself out there. And even if Sharon had said no, wouldn't that have been funny? Um, so who cares? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I agree. I agree with you. In, uh, in sport, they call it the competency gap. So sport is meant to work on like a trickle down effect. You watch elite athletes perform and it's meant to inspire everyday people or children to go, oh, I want to do that or I could do that. But as we get older, the more we actually start to go, oh, you know, they must God given talent. They've had more opportunities than me. I I did the same with rugby. Uh, A lot of people I played rugby with went to private school or so I use it as an excuse not to pursue or or look at myself. So I completely agree with you. and it's a great story either way with stuff like that. Like- Absolutely. Tony, I want to ask you, uh, I should have asked you at the beginning, but who is your celebrity? Let's just say you got, let's just say we're a couple suddenly. And um, who's, your, who's your hall pass from our burning uh, sexual relationship? Ah, well, great question. Um, so it was Cameron Diaz was like the first celebrity I went. Wow. Uh, because we had the mask, you know, Jim Carrey as, cool. as the mask on DVD. And I think that was like her first acting role. And I watched that as a kid. And I don't think I even really understood the feelings I was having. It just <laughs> made me feel very strange. Did you get some movement? Uh, I'm not, you know, not, not really, because I was actually quite young. But I just remember thinking, you, you're, you're beautiful. And I don't know why you're making me feel strange. <laughs> um, so... So I guess maybe along those lines, I mean, maybe she, what, she in her forties or fifties now, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Did you ever watch something about Mary with her? Yes. Her and Ben Stiller. Oh my God. She was in that movie. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if, if it was a hall pass for me and you, the rock, maybe let me kiss the rock. Is that all right? Oh, so in this hypothetical homosexual <laughs> reality, uh, yeah. okay. You would also choose a man. Okay. So the rock. That, oh, I'd love yeah. to see that. I would love, I mean, that would be funny just to see. <laughs> well, I've got on my list, I've got um, have a beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Again, just a big, big <laughs> attitude error, 
attitude era wrestling fan here. So, uh, yes, so you like a sort of big, voided up beefcake, that's your style, yeah, in 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 micro briefs, potentially. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay, okay, thank you, Tony. Well, more more importantly, now you you know, you've kind of got uh, celebrity status. You're, uh, what, what, you know, like 13,000 followers on Instagram and, yeah, yeah. and um, whatnot and, and TV shows and books and you speak on stages. So <laughs> you read my bio. So, yeah. So if, uh, you know, one of the hundred things crew, as I'm going to refer to them, mm. followers, tribe were to say, I've got kisses as a celebrity on my list, Sebastian, mm. would, would you uh, do me the honor? Would you reciprocate and go, oh. Well, firstly, I would say, if you want to kiss a celebrity, why are you going straight to the Z uh, list celebrity? There are, pl- there are millions of other. But um, funny you say that. I've actually been um, in, in a Q&A after a talk. Mm-hmm. I've been asked multiple times for someone to come and kiss me. And the, uh, I'm trying to think, I just, the, the last one I remember, and I remember this one particularly because I, I actually had a video of it and I got sent it by the, the event organizers afterwards a lady who was far older than sharon osborne said can i kiss you it's like mm-hmm. a, a big event and i said uh i said sure i said sure if you take me for a dance i think that's what i said so she came on the 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 tech people who were doing the av put music on we had a waltz on the stage this is like a lady with curly white hair and uh, an absolute gem uh and then afterwards I, so in my head, I'm like, what's going to happen here? You know, am I going to give her the tongue down the throat and bite her lip? I was yes, open please. to whatever. And she leant in and then put her hand over my mouth and kissed the back of her own hand. And, and, but we did it. And then I like rocked her over and the crowd went berserk. And, and that, was, that was the last time that happened. So it, it has happened. Wait, I feel cheated. I feel, I feel cheated that she put... Yeah. I, I feel I'm cheated not, she put her hand over her mouth. That's not a kiss, is it? Yeah. Uh, well, good on you. Good on you. Uh, I hope now more people approach you and say, "Hey." I hope not. I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a kiss of celebrity on my list, and uh, yeah. you match the criteria. Sorry, the that. day I the, the day I identify as a celebrity is the day where you know you should leave. I should reconsider my. <laughs> well, I saw a, a stat um, to do with advertising, and apparently, it's now. If you have over 750 so, uh, social media followers, you can now be classed as a celebrity. So, mate, you tick the criteria. Oh, what is wrong? Oh, several times over. Oh, my you know, goodness. if if that's all we've got to do, then yeah. Well, mate, all you have to do nowadays is wear a bikini and then put some sort of inspirational quote underneath about mindfulness, and yeah, you get yeah. fifty thousand. Pull a yoga pose, and that's it. Perfect. We could we could work on that. I, I have been. I have been. <laughs> Mate, there we go. Number 34, Kiss a Celebrity. There Checked, you go. Ticked, done. Mate, Great work. Thank you so much. That was fun. My pleasure. Cheers, mate. Bye, Tony. Bye-bye. The 100 Things Podcast. Oh, what's on your list, yeah.